I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Uh, let's get to the next game. Penrith Panthers defeating the Knights. I just want to say two things. Knights, really, really disappointing. The fact that, you know, Panthers had that many players out, for sure. All that. I just want to say, though, Ivan Cleary does not get even a speck of sand of the accolades he deserves. This is a guy that not only has had players move on, lost them to bigger contracts. We're talking about Kikau. We're talking about Apicorosau. He lost both his assistant coaches. And then the year before that, he lost his assistant coach. When they won the comp first time, it was all Trent Barrett. Trent Barrett did everything. It was, that, was, that was the yarn coming out of papers. Oh, Trent Barrett's just crazy attacking. That's why Cleary's playing so well, Nathan Cleary. Then the next year, it's like, Serraldo's the guy. He's the next big thing. And Serraldo is going to be a great coach for sure. He loses three assistant coaches in two years, and he still is on top, and no one's talking about it. Mate, there's even an argument before that. He lost his 5'8". He was pretty much an assistant coach, James Maloney. Yes. No one is... <laughs> like, no, when you talk about the best coaches in the comp, very few people bring up Ivan Cleary. Mm. And yet he is proven beyond a shadow of a doubt. It's not his assistants. It's... He is responsible for the team that he has around him. It is mainly Ivan Cleary. Uh, obviously, he has a team around him. Not, I'm not discrediting people that work there. But the guy is Ivan Cleary. He's the guy at the club doing this right now. It's absolutely phenomenal what Ivan Cleary is doing. Yeah, and if he manages to win this competition this year, becomes the first coach since Jack Gibson to win three in a row. And he, he made a really... three from four, so yeah. four grand finals. He made a really important point that Timmy's going to fucking froth over. He said after the game, is it time that we move past Origin players backing up? Which is, obviously there's, a, I guess, a... A, a bias with him because Cleary had the soft tissue injury after mm. origin. But I, I think I kind of agree with him. I think it might be time that at least maybe not the younger origin players that, you know, their bodies are a bit more manu- malleable. But when you're getting over that 26, 20, 26, 27 age, I don't think you should be backing up. Timmy origin. was like, uh, 
Leo sitting on the lounge with the can of beer. Yeah, yeah. That's me. I said that. <laughs> I haven't taken Cleary for my insights again. <laughs> but look at the weekend. So I, I, was, I was so stoked to see Ivan do that and rest those players. Mm. Look at the sides that rested players from Origin on the weekend. Penrith got home comfortably. Titans rested Tino for Malawi in a game they were big underdogs in. They got the job done without Tino. What that does for the confidence of the Titans as well, enormous. Melbourne Storm rested Cameron Munster. They got home. Like, I don't know if there are any sides that, that rested players that didn't get a win on the weekend. There might have been someone there, but three from three from all I can see. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Um, they, they're saying that Cam Munster had a bit of caxtonitis. They reckon, they reckon, uh, yeah, he he was sick, sick (laughs) of beers, sick of having a thousand beers. Been there. (laughs) And then, like, what that'll do for these clubs and those players in the back end of the year when fatigue sets in and they're gassed, particularly Penrith because they've gone back to back premierships, so World Cup, so many games. I know it's only small, but one week off in the middle of the year when Mm. it would have been back to back games in what three or four days, it, it just helps so much. Caxtonitis is tough too because the only cure is the Caxton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he couldn't get back just up there. Just got to go back. Um, and I mean, to bring a guy like Cogger in and to do the job that Cogger's done, like, he, I mean, he nearly kicked, he kicked for 560 metres and, you know, and no disrespect to Jack Cogger, but another bloke that probably struggles to get a contract at a lot of clubs comes in and, of course, they're nowhere near the attacking threat they have with Cleary. But there's still a bloody good footy team that even even like this, with their players rested, they could take it to any side in the comp. Now, they may get beaten by some of the, the big dogs, but this is how good their systems are. This is how good their buy-in is from everyone, is the fact that they can rest their guys and essentially win every game that they've rested them or, or not been there. Um, I feel like the theme of this week has been just the... Uh the resurgence of former greats. Yes. And you boys touched on him earlier, but Tyrone Peachy. Oh, man. Just, isn't he just the prototype Penrith outside back at the moment? Comes in, just big work rate plays that go and go and go. 18 runs to 208 metres. You add in the flashy stuff, cut the tries, try assist. He, you boys said it before, he's just the perfect fit for the Penrith Panthers and what they need. Oh, mate. Like, I, when they made that signing, I was like, I don't know about that because I just I haven't seen even really glimpses of good footy from Peachy in, in quite a while. And on top of that, like where does he even play for them? Like they've got a stack of outside backs. Like where do you fit him in? Like as a fourteen, maybe if there's injuries, but they've got salmon for that. So it's like, and what do you know? The best system in the comp right now, Penrith, turn him into you know yeah he had that one error like, like last week, so everyone was on Peachy. But he came out and he's been phenomenal. Looks like week. a well-beater again. Mate, it's, it's unbelievable. Um, uh, who else we got here? Um, I thought Dylan Edwards was really good from the back there. Just worked his ass off and he's just such a crucial part of their, the systems that they have. I think that, you know, games that he hasn't played in, I'd love to know what their record is or at least points scored because he has become such a vital part of their team. Whereas I think a couple of years ago, he was more of a, kind of like a second tier player like you've got Cleary you got Fisher Harris you know your big dogs like that but he has really moved into a lot of Panthers fans now if they were going into say a grand final without Edwards they'd be going oh my god like fuck whereas I think a couple of years ago they go oh no Critter can fill that goal you know you know we got you know Taruva can fill that role whereas right now it's like I oh, know he's irreplaceable well you talk about their record without him and I don't have it in front of me I can guarantee you that 
like in the last three years, they've lost two finals games. One was in 2020, the grand final. The other one was week one against South Sydney where Dill Edwards was out and Critter stepped in. So Dill, was Dill Edwards out for the grand final since 20? No, no, I'm saying that, that was oh, one okay. of the games they yep. lost. But yeah, the yeah. only other one they've lost is when Dylan Edwards didn't play against against South Sydney, right, Matty? And Critter stepped in. So, so what's have you got there up there or not really? It's hard to find. Yeah, sweet. Um, yeah, so outstanding. Uh, Isaac Tango, another guy that was injured for a little bit, and you almost forgot how important this guy is to the side. Comes back in. It's like the Taumalolo situation to a lesser degree where you go, oh, Isaac Tango, one of the better centres in the competition. <laughs> yeah. Just fucking runs for 1,000 metres, great defender, super strong, good kicking game, short kicking game. Um, Ten tackle breaks. Yeah, like 258 metres. 92 post-contact. Jesus. Unbelievable. I thought, uh, and I, you know, has been for the last few weeks, we say his name every week, but I thought Scotty Sorensen again. The man. Amazing. Another guy, basically a fringy when he came to the club, almost a fringy for the first couple of years at the club and being in that system for longer and longer, just getting better and better. It is just amazing. We say the same things over and over again with Penrith, but like after they just played the perfect brand of footy for this, right? They've got... Five, six key players, or not key players, their best players out of the team. And they just simplify things. They play yep. high percentage football. They completed it 100% after 53 minutes. I know, it's crazy. And they finished at 90%. They said, we will not let you into this game. We'll back out a fence. You won't beat us. And it was, it's almost like, it. you're right. It's a, it's a great point where they're basically saying, we, we know that you will just break. You know, like you, we, but we believe that we're just going to complete at a super high rate and we don't think that you have the concentration to go with us for 80 minutes. And it, that's exactly what happened. They just, they just, just wore them down and, and Knights didn't have enough attacking flair to break them apart. It's also just like the mindset of coming into this game with all these guys rested. Like you could tell Penrith, obviously Dill Edwards is one guy to look at. As you said, Isaac Tungo is another one. He's in game 11 of his second full season and they just look at him and go, Okay, you're one of the guys this week. Fucking we know mental. you'll do a job. Mental. Absolutely mental. Like Eisenhuth come in and fucking run for 158 metres, 20 runs in 61 minutes. Like Eisenhuth's a guy that couldn't get a bloody bench spot a couple of weeks ago. Um, so, yeah, the Panthers, it's almost, I, I guess it would be boring for Panthers fans at this stage talking about them because <laughs> you say the same thing every bloody week. Yeah, and we'll say the same thing in six weeks. It's just like yeah. you almost can just play each thing. It's just amazing, absolutely amazing what they're doing. I think it is it is good for Penrith that they are able to pick up these games during the origin period as well because Nath's going to come back around 21 or whatever. Probably means that they will be able to rest guys towards the back end of the season, which will be I, big I will say, and, and this is more Matty Johns that did speak about this, so... It is a little bit different because it's a hamstring rather than a shoulder. Mm. So I think with the Cleary situation, you almost want to rest him for as long as you can. Like if it's, if it's a six-week injury, let's just make it an eight-week injury. Because Definitely. You, yeah, you don't even want to get – like even if he is full pace at training, usually what, they, what you do with hamstrings is, is once you can do everything at full pace, you give it an extra week. If I'm the Panthers, once he can do everything at full pace and everything, I want two weeks of full training before I even put him in there. Because A, we know they're going to make the top four. B, the last thing you need is for him to re-injure it around 25 or something like that. Yeah. Um, so I just reckon they'd be hyper-cautious with him. Just hyper-cautious. Sounds like they pretty much have to pin Nath down to stop him from playing. I know. But it's just, it's for the better of the team. Just keep telling him that, mate. This is actually for the betterment of the team. And it's also Nathan Cleary, like... When he comes back in, 
It'll take him all of about seven minutes to click back into gear and get those combinations fluent again. Last last year, it took a half a footy. Yeah, I, and I I was of the I don't know if you agree with me, Guru, but I was of the mind of like, oh, I'm worried about the Panthers because those combinations don't just snap back into gear. They've both been out for let's say seven weeks, whatever it was, half a footy. Yeah, like a half. bit of Lego, just bang, it's it's sweet. bang, sweet, <laughs> and then they scored like fucking thirty points and a half. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so incredible from Panthers. Now onto the Knights. Um, extremely disappointing. Extremely disappointing. Uh, I uh, Look, it's good that, that it was only 20 to 12. They didn't get blown off the park. But it just... The fact that they were missing so many players, the fact that they completed at 62%, you're not even giving yourself a hope in hell of beating Penrith. Like, it's almost... It's almost a credit to them that, that Penrith only scored 20 points. Or you could look at even worse of, we completed at 62%. Penrith could still only score 20 points and we couldn't beat them. Like, that's how, you know, not lethal they are. They were without Luai, without um, Cogger, and we still couldn't beat them. 62%. They had, the Panthers had 57% of the possession. They were in with the ball in their hand, 33 minutes compared to 25 minutes. They, the Panthers ran for 2,000 metres. The um, Knights ran for 1,500. <clears throat> Five line breaks to three. Um, you know, it's just really disappointing for the Knights. This was a game that they needed to win to stay in touch with, just to keep their season alive and to come out 62. Like if you, let's say this, they come out, it's a night, they complete at 85%, Panthers complete at 90%. I could go, yep, cool. But it's the fact that your season's on the line, you complete at 62%. Yeah, I'll tell you what's frustrating me with Newcastle. I, man, I think KP is so talented, so gifted. I love him, but I just can't work out why he is standing where he is standing sometimes. Mm. I'm just – I I feel like sometimes when I'm watching it on TV, it's obviously different when you're out there, but I, I see Hastings setting them up to go to the left, and then I feel like every time I just see KP just work his way over to the right. I just feel like he is always – not where the ball's going. I don't know if it's a KP thing, a Hastings thing, an O'Brien thing. I've got no idea who's at fault for this. But do, do, do you guys feel the same? I just feel like when, when there's big plays on the line, quite often KP is not in the picture. Well, he had 14. I know they had less possession for sure, but he had 14 runs, like for 98 metres. And like, it took me back to the other week. Like I, I, I was sick after it happened, so I missed it. But they had those two shots to win the game. Was it against you guys a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, and he didn't get. He got in the KP scrum. KP feeds the scrum, and then they tap the ball, and he stood with his hands on his hips behind. Jeez. And I was just like, Fuck, "What's going on here? Mm. This is the like. Not only is he your best player, he's your club captain. And and when he's playing, he's one of the best players in the comp. Without a doubt, there is no. There's no questioning his ability here. He missed eight tackles on the weekend. Made five, missed eight. But then he goes and when he, when he does play Origin, I like I've never once sat there in Origin gone, "Oh, he's out of position. Why is he standing there?" But he gets there with Newcastle, <clears> and, I, and like it's not like he's playing five eight. He's playing fullback. He can go where he wants. And I just can't make sense of where he is at different times. It makes no sense to me. Yeah, it, it's really strange because he's been so freaking good for four weeks. And then the only thing I can think of is he was crook. He's sick. Like, because like the last few weeks, I agree with you, the Broncos game, like when the game was on the line, I don't know why he's not out on the edges to, to attack and that. But at the very least, he was still having moments where mm. he was injecting himself into the game. The whole thing is bizarre. Every time he injects himself, he makes a difference. I know, it's crazy. He's so good. He's so, so good. Um, I don't know what happened. Maybe he's injured. 
on the weekend. But you're right. I just when I look at a guy like Reese Walsh, and we'll get to Reese Walsh in regards to the way he plays, but like I can cop like Reese Walsh getting too emotional and doing too much. I'd almost rather that than not doing enough. Because mm. like I like I, I just think that. That's where KP, when KP came into the, into the, the grade, he was obviously a bit lighter. He's, he was built for 5'8 this year. You know, he was in everything, everything. You couldn't, you couldn't get your eyes off him. And I just think sometimes he just doesn't get as involved as you, could, you, you might need him to. And it, it might sound strange because you go, well, hang on a sec. <laughs> what about Latrell Mitchell? He doesn't really take this many runs or whatever, but Latrell Mitchell ices so many. Like, he's, he's in the position he needs to be in. All the time. All the time. Maybe not in defence, but in attack. And you know, and maybe that means that South Sydney are working towards Latrell better than what Newcastle are. As I said, I don't know if it's a Newcastle problem, a KP problem. I don't know if Hastings is taking too much control. I don't know what it is, but I don't understand when they do. Like, if you get on a three-on-two position, is there anyone worse to defend than KP? Mate, unbelievable. Because he's, he's never put in those spots, or he never puts himself in those spots. I don't know what it is, but I don't know how after that Broncos game they didn't sit there and go. <coughs> Whoever's fault this is, how the fuck is that possibly happening? Well, I think you've got to lay blame on everyone in the spine, really, um, because they're clearly not communicating with each other. Like whoever, whoever is fault, whether it's Gambles, Hastings, Crosslands or Pongers, they are barely communicating. And, I, and I'm happy to say, you know, it could be these guys, but I think at the end of the day, your club captain, when they, like, he needs to just inject himself. Yeah, he needs sure. to be injecting himself. There. I think at the end of the day, it does come down to KP. Might be injured, might be sick. I, I don't know, but he's just got to do more than what he's doing at the moment. Well, I put it this way: you're on 1.4 million dollars. You, you got to deliver. Yeah, you got to deliver. And I, and look, I think he had been delivering for the last three games, but it's gotten to the point now with KP. It's got to be every week for a long period of time. We just haven't seen it for quite a while for a long period of time. Yeah, like I, I watch him. When he defends on the line, and he, you know he had a few missed tackles in defence on the weekend, but they were he was putting his body there mm. every single time on the line. And I look at how urgent he is in defence, pulling guys and talking to guys, but then they get the ball. What he's a magician at, and it's very lacklustre, and he's very I don't know. It's just frustrating for me to watch. I think for years he's been not utilised properly by the Knights, and I think what but what I mean by that is. I just think he runs the the sweeping play at the back with the lead runner all the time and defences, unless it's perfect, defences will just slide off and then they have the numbers and he's got to create something out of nothing. Give him the ball at first receiver, flat, fast, no lead runners, retreating defence or even just like a slightly passive retreating defence line. And that's where you mentioned before, Guru, he's the best in the competition when he's got a three on two. I think he's the best in the competition when he has a three-on-three. Three. He skins his man every, every time. Yeah. As long as the defence is like slightly on the back foot, he gets him. So to do that, you've got to be getting in the ball straight off the ruck, straight off the play of the ball, firing flat. He gets him like every time. Yet continually, it's just always playing deep, sweeping out the back. Ah, oh, does my head in. Yeah, and, and, and that, when I see that, I go, you know, we see him in Queensland and he is just a monster. An absolute monster in that jersey. And also, we saw him at, for patches over the last three weeks, just a monster. <coughs> but yes, I, I'm starting to ask questions about Adam O'Brien's tactical decisions sometimes and the way they're playing as a team. You know, they've been gritty at times this year, at times not so gritty. But I just think tactically sometimes, like for example, last week the game was there to be won. 
and they just like just couldn't ice it. They like could not ice it, and I just wonder, does that need to change? Is 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 Adam O'Brien's approach to the way or style of footy that he's trying to play? Because like, what is Newcastle's DNA style of footy? I couldn't and tell you. You, you look at week to week. Yeah, yeah you, you look at saying you know. KP's not getting in the right positions. They can't ask games. What's going wrong? Like Hastings is one of the better like game managers going around. And then you can't help but just feel like they've week in, week out, shot themselves in the foot not having a, a genuine backup number nine. Phoenix Crossland has done a super admirable job slotting in there. But to ask a bloke who, as far as I know, has played in the halves his entire career to go in and he's a big minute hooker. He's like, he's been playing 80 minutes at hooker for them. They got rid of Randall. Yeah, yeah. He played about 47 on the weekend, had a HIA and was potentially not going to come back on. But he's, he's not number nine. And as I said, he's done a great job, but he's playing out of position and not just playing out of position. He'd be fine if he was like a bench utility and he was coming on and, and deputising for 20, 30 minutes. But when he's asked to go big minutes there, the decision-making, the game awareness, it's not there in that position for him, which is so different to the halves. Yeah. It, it, and it, you're right. Like, I... I, I He's done a great job from the perspective of he fucking has a red hot crack. Mm. But from a perspective of high level NRL standard, unfortunately, it's just not his position. He's getting yeah. thrown into the wolves, you know, to, to try and make it work. And, and I've, we spoke about this at the start of the year and I'll, spe- I'll speak about it again. You know, I think that they're paying the price for poor roster management. They really, really are. The fact that Lockie Miller is sitting in reserve grade now. The fact that they got rid of Randall, who would have been perfect for them right now. I mean, wh- why they would get rid of Randall when Braley is coming back off an ACL is absolutely mind-blowing. On top of that, you know, like, Leo Thompson is being forced to move into the middle and, and he's ha- shown some really promise of, like, learning that position and getting better. I know it's... It almost feels unfair to talk about still because we've spoken about it so much, but you are clearly short on front rowers. Why would you get rid of your under-90 New South Wales front rower for a guy now sitting in reserve grade? This was the problem we spoke about before it even happened. So it's not hindsight hero. This is, unfortunately, I believe this roster is paying the price for poor management, in my opinion. You'd think that if, let's say, Ben Hunt ends up at the Broncos next season or even this season... Surely one of these, like, Corey Parks or probably not Billy Walters, but maybe Billy Walters or Blake Moser. What, they got so many hookers, the Broncos. Mm. What the Knights would give for any one of them right now. Oh, mate. It'd be just like invaluable. If, if, I don't know if they've got the roster spot available or if they'd have to cull someone to get Ben Hunt. If he does end up in this season, wouldn't shock to see one of them blokes go down for the end of the year. Um, Jack Hetherington, like I know people like to call it soft because he only slapped him and I, I get it, I get it. You know, back in the day, you know, you just, you let it go and the game keeps playing, but jeez, man, just silly. So silly, It's not silly, back in man. the day. You know what's going to happen. Yeah, you, know, like, you know it's going to cost your team. Yeah. You're playing Penrith at Penrith. You can't afford to do that, full stop. It's just like, what? Come on, bro. Like how yeah. many times, I, like I get it. You, you, the reason Jack Hetherington's a good NRL players because he's hyper aggressive and I love it. I love watching it, but at some point you've got to learn the lesson of like, I'm letting my boy, my mates down. I'm letting the brothers down by doing doing this. You can be hyper aggressive and still play smart footy though. Yeah, I, it's just you know. And then the, you, you look at you know Jacob Saifidi. He's coming off the bench. You've got Leo Thompson starting. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You've got, you know, Daniel Saifidi only playing 34 minutes, seven hit-ups, ran for 88 metres, Jacob ran for 68 metres. Like, these are supposed to be your marquee big boys. And I just... I can't help but shake the feeling that those two big fellas, maybe under different coaching, would be a bit further along. I, I, again, I, maybe I'm totally wrong and it's purely on the players and it's their fault. And I, I, it is their fault. Like, it's always their fault because you're the one out there playing. But they, what did we say when they lost Clemmer? It is now the Saifidi's job to step up and take that role. They'd kill for Clemmer right now. Sure, and that's where, like, like you, you said before, they're obviously short front row forwards. Like, I have a look at their squad. I'm not sure if they are short front row forwards. I think they're just all underachieving at the moment, mm. which might be worse, realistically. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, I just... Yeah, they're just... I just think it's been poor roster management. They're going to be feeling that pain for quite a while. Uh, obviously, KP, he's had an incredible month of footy... On the weekend, a little bit disappointing, well, quite disappointing. He's on $1.4 million reportedly. So you just, it needs to be week in, week out, high end, like high end quality um, performances. And yeah, their roster is, their roster's a complete schmozzle. Like it really is. Mm. They need front rowers, in my opinion, or at least they need their front rowers to reach their potential or close to it. They need a nine, they need a six. Like, they need all these things. And meanwhile, they've got Kurt Mann in the squad and they've still got no idea what he is. Yeah. So Surely at some point when you've got all these holes, you would have said to Kurt Mann, hey, this is your focus now to fill this hole. You're talented enough to well, do it. that's what I don't get. We're like, okay, you got rid of Randall. Um, Thingo's coming back from an ACL. Uh, Brayley. Kurt Mann, you are training in hooker all, all off-season. Like, you, that's where you're training. Because what we'll do is we'll have you at 14... And we won't play Brayley 80 minutes. We'll use you as impact out of hooker. And then when it comes to Brayley getting injured, Phoenix Crossland, you slip into 14. Kurt Mann, you know what I mean? Like, or you start yeah. Phoenix Crossland for 20 minutes and then you bring share on. Share the role. Share the role. Like, yeah, it is. Um, it's really disappointing because there was a period there a couple of weeks ago, even three weeks ago, where you said, you know what? This night side, they've fucking had a crack. They've really ripped in. And they've gone better than a lot of people gave them credit for. But unfortunately, it's now looking like it's, it's turning into a disaster season, unfortunately, which is really a shame because they showed so much grit uh, for most of the season. Anything else, boys, on the Knights? Just have a look through their New South Wales Cup side. They, they actually beat Penrith to their credit. Uh, but, yeah, mate, even there, as far as hooker and everything, like nothing jumping out there. No front row forwards that I really know. It's grim. Really, really grim. So I, was, I, I do think that if this continues, I do think there'll probably be some changes. I really do, um, which I hate to say. Um, it's a young guy that's in their squad who played SG ball this year. His name is Miles Martin. He's come up from Parramatta. He was their lock forward and the captain of the SG ball. Yep. 
tough as nails. Yeah. I think he he could be the – I wouldn't be surprised to see him get a debut. He's not playing until I was cup at the moment. But he might be injured or something, but he's one to keep an eye on there. I think could make a big difference. 